What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Kingdom REI podcast. This is your host, Ellis Hammond, founder of the Kingdom REI Mastermind. And this is the podcast show to help you as a faith-driven leader, investor, uh, really find permission to crush it in business, live the life of your dreams, and really honor God both in your business, your marriage, your family. And with us today, man, we have an incredible guest, a guy who really is inspiring me on social media, just with the way that he is intentionally living his life, leading his family, running his business, and uh, doing it in such a way, you know, he, he's been talking a lot about this thing called freedom principles and really designing your business and your life um, around these things. And so I'm really, really excited to get in this discussion today and bring on my brother Maurice Philogene. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, man, it's fine. Finally, finally, finally good to be here. Been a while. <laughs> been trying to get together. So for real, man, like, you know, I see, I mean, you're, you're, you've been in a hundred countries is what your bio says. Uh, it's, that's pretty impressive. I mean, you, you really have a, just an array of things, senior executive, real estate investor, entrepreneur, restaurant owner, like I said, a hundred countries, federal agent and police officer, dad, coach. I mean, come on, man. Is there anything you don't do? I mean, <laughs> Uh, it's, it's full brother. I think we'll make yeah. time for the things we re really want in life and all those things one way or the other were, were things that were on my bucket list to do. So let me just, um, man, I just want to open up, open us up in prayer. Like I always do on our show, man, that we're going to get into this. I want really people to hear your story and how powerful it is and what you're doing. So let me just pray for us, man. God, we thank you so much for this time. Thank you for Maurice. Thank you for his testimony and just the way he's living his life intentionally and inspiring others to do the same. I pray that this show would really result in that. Uh, people would find, um, would really think deeply about the way they're leading their lives and running their businesses and um, God honoring you. And so we lift this up in Christ's name. Amen. So let's tell folks, man, seriously, like your focus right now as it pertains to kind of life and business. And, and I do want to get into this idea of freedom principles because all of that ties into this message you're helping people realize is like, are the things that we're doing really creating freedom and purpose in our life? That's right. That's right. Um, so listen, I mean, from a business perspective right now, just like you, I'm a real estate syndicator. I'm a real estate investor. I am still a 24-year senior executive at a global consulting firm. I'm a police officer as a means to give back to my community and a bunch of other things. Um, my focus has been on helping community locally and helping community overseas. And I'll talk about that a little bit. But all these things, when you, when you mentioned that phrase, freedom principles, those, those principles are financial freedom, time freedom, geographic freedom to move around this big, beautiful world that was given to us as a gift. And then there's freedom of purpose, because clearly I'm not a police officer for the money. I do it because it serves a purpose for my local community. And then freedom of relationships. It's really important for me to take the time to spend time or fellowship with people like you because we help each other grow. Mm -hmm. If you do not have the freedom to connect with new relationships, you won't grow as a person. So uh, <clears throat> everything I do from a business and personal perspective revolves around those freedom principles. I've been executing on that since I was 22. I just wasn't really able to articulate it until about two years ago. Yeah. And then I really honed in on exactly what I'm doing. So, all right, so a, a couple of ways I wanna, I wanna go here, man, because you really, you know, if your business is growing, this is allowing you to do that. Walk us through, man, from a, you know, just from an investing and business perspective, the way you've you've accomplished the ability to live out these freedom principles. And then I do want to intentionally talk about 
how you think through these once you're able to get to that spot uh, or, how, or now, now that you've arrived there? Sure. So where I am now is um, I'm a founding member of Quattro Capital, Add Value Syndication Crew. Um, we've done 15 deals, or excuse me, 11, close 11 deals in the past 16 months. We have two more deals closing in two weeks. Um, all of this started when I was 21. I read Financial Free, Financial Personal Finance for Dummies. Remember that series of books, right? There was a paragraph in there that talked about passive income. I researched passive income when I was 21 as a means to like, how do I fix my finances? Because when I graduated from college, I didn't like the idea of just being at a desk for the rest of my life, right? Okay, um, some, some intervention occurred. I, bu I bought my first place to live, not an investment. I was just 23 years old, buying a place to live. And fortunately that occurred in January, February of 2003, which was the beginning of the real estate boom cycle from 2002 to 2008. And then we had the crash, right? So I bought at the right time. That place uh, appreciated in value by 30 grand in three months. Had a conversation with my father. Uh, he explained equity to me. I had never heard the term. I went to the library, read 10 books in one sitting, never left the library, just drank a glass of water and just kept <laughs> reading. And by the end of the year, I had bought 10 more. Over, because I, I found something, right? So over time, what ended up happening was I started buying these individual homes, condos for the most part, and I started paying them off slowly but surely, taking revenue from my corporate firm, taking revenue from the military, taking revenue from cash flow, storing it until I bought the next asset, pressing repeat, because now I have the second asset that I can use the cash flow, press repeat again, third asset, press repeat again, fourth asset, and it starts to snowball, right? So I found myself with 18 paid off places in 2014. I was making more from passive income than I was making from my corporate firm. Um, I had achieved a certain level of financial freedom, but at the same time, uh, I also realized that life, life was about learning. You remember you and I were in high school, grade school, college, everything was new, fresh, new topics. We loved it. We get into this real world and we start doing this repeat thing where we get up at 6 a.m. in the morning, we kiss the wife, we kiss the kids, we go to work. We do whatever we do at work. We come home, we crack a beer, we kiss the kid again, we go back to bed and we get up and we go do it again. I hate that pattern. I cannot stand it. Um, I want to be in constant learning. And the way that I'm in constant learning is by the travel. So I figured out that geographic freedom was really important to me. How do I do that? How do I have the time freedom to execute on geographic freedom? And then the other two components, which are purpose and relationships, I kind of picked up later in life because life is not about money. So that is how all this freedom principle started. I just didn't wanna sit behind a desk for the rest of my life. I was destined for something greater. So, man, I love that. I love that. I love that analogy of like, you know, I, I really do believe this in my core that like true happiness and joy is in, is in, is in making progress as a human. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, even as a deep spiritual faith, you know, man of faith, like I just, think that's at the core of how we're designed is it continue to grow or you know in in our faith we call it sanctification but like there's progress that that is that creates joy and purpose in our lives and I love that you're tying that to you you get that from travel being a real estate syndicator and this is going to resonate with a lot of people in our audience who run and operate real estate companies and they're doing deals etc how have you you know you talked about all the deals you've been doing in the last year 
how have you structured that with your partners and just even yeah. that business to be able to do, you know, accomplish something like that? Would you say 11 deals in 14 months or something? Yeah. And be able to travel as much as I've seen you do on social media. Yeah. So check it. You said the right phrase, my man, which is it's, it's growth. Life is about growth, right? So I said I got to that financial point in 2014. In theory, I could have retired, right? Uh, I, I, I am a very simple man. I don't need a lot of stuff. I don't need a new car. I don't like my, my standard of living is very even, you know? So in theory, I could have stopped working. I never stopped working, but executing on that same path for the single family stuff, I was not growing as a person. There was no challenge to it anymore because it was 14 years of executing a plan, what I call systematic patience. I looked for something to help me grow. And the natural evolution was multifamily. So I jump into multifamily. I invest in myself. I don't know why we spend 100 grand to go to college, but we don't invest 40,000 to self-educate. Don't give me going on that today, man. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, so I, I invested in myself, got into a multifamily program. It just so happens, and this is a faith-based program, so your listeners will understand I was at a real estate conference. I donated $5,000 to an amazing woman who was on stage, who was building homes in Central America. I just loved her energy. And I love the fact that she was giving back to community in a unique way. That is my today business partner, Aaron Hudson. That is how we met at a real estate conference in 2018. I donated to a charity. We became friends. She called me about a year later. We'd been in touch and I sponsored her and two other of my now partners on their not first deal, but on, on a large deal in Tennessee. And then we decided that, man, we were, we knocked that out of the park together. What if we form something and roll with each other? And we have quickly become a family that operates as a business, as opposed to a business that fakes being a family. And that is how we were able to knock up so many deals because there are no egos here. No one is competing with each other. We are all trying to create together. My role in the company has quickly developed into someone who takes care of our customers, our investors, spending time with residents, things of that nature, because I'm a people person where Chad, let's say my, my partner, Chad, is very astute when it comes to financial diligence, negotiation, leading our acquisition team. That's his space. This is my space. And we all connect in the middle. And that is how we've been able to knock out so many deals. But that came from me wanting a new challenge. And back to the freedom principles, I am always seeking new relationships by which I can grow or by which I can help somebody else grow, right? And it landed that um, I now have, where there's five of us in total, we form Quattro Capital, which is based on four pillars. And that's because I was constantly looking for ways to grow. And these folks are pushing me to grow. They are amazing. Yeah. Wow, man. That's powerful. I love that analogy of a a family that's operating as a business and because all of you guys are located in different places is that correct that is true actually i still have not met one of my partners after almost two years hmm. we, we will uh covid you know got in the way i travel a lot internationally um kim kim and aaron are in texas chad and tammy are in tennessee and i'm in washington dc <sighs> so what what is it man but like still you know i'm curious this idea of like this ambition to grow a business like multifamily and yet really committed, it seems to these freedom principles that we've talked about. Yeah. You know, how do you keep those things? 
I don't know if balance is the right word for you, man, or what. I mean, you know, talk to me about how you think and how you prioritize. Like you told me you're going to Cyprus for six months, right? Or three months this summer. Yeah. How will you continue to fulfill your responsibilities and help grow that with your partners and yet still hold on to this core value that you have of, of geographic freedom and time freedom? So real estate is a tool. It's not the destination. Real estate is something that you and I can use to affect people's lives those being our residents, improve their quality of life. Yes, we'll raise the rent a little bit, but only proportional to what, you know, how we improve their quality of life. You'll never see me skyrocket rent to the top of the market. Never. It's not in my value system. Um, if I go back to the freedom principles and I talk to you about geographic mobility, I've automated my life, meaning I outsource everything. So the lawn gets done, you know, the lawn gets done, um, I don't receive mail anywhere, comes into Earth Class Mail, which is an online user interface. I just looked at my mail for the first time in a month. Uh, I can operate Quattro Capital and anything else I do from a business perspective on this computer and with my uh, cell phone, right? And I have zero interest, zero, in creating a brick and mortar presence anywhere. The reason I don't want my name on the side of the building, Quattro Capital, by the end of the year, we'll, we'll be close to 100 million in acquisition for the year on the, with the pace that we're on. We could certainly turn into a brick and mortar shop, right? But we all spoke and they know that I personally have a value of, I am not here to build a massive company. I am here to generate revenue, create better quality of life for the residents, create wealth and passive income for us and for our investors. And I, I need to go live extremely well and the way that I live is through travel and immersing in other cultures and taking care of my boys and my family. Um, so when you talk about balance, it was the four hour work week and everything Tim Ferriss talked about in terms of optimization, process improvement, automation, such that I can operate from wherever I am and execute on all these different things that I wanna execute on. And I will not, I think people make a mistake. People go and they start following what other people are doing. They create something that they never wanted in the first place. Yeah. What we've wanted from real estate is the cash flow, is the wealth, is the ability to help people. We'll find ways to make it light and not bogging you down such that you can also do the life things and that they support each other. So it's not a prioritization. It's how I've kind of formulated this life yeah, yeah. See, and I think that's really helpful, man, what you're saying. And I I feel like, you know, a lot of folks get in any career or business and, you know, especially as an entrepreneur, you know, like we, um, we kind of have this vision, but do we ever really stop? And it seems like what you did in starting Quattro is you kind of had already defined, this is what I want my life to look like. And this is how this business is going to help fuel and push that lifestyle forward. And I just think that's so important. I guess one of the questions I want to ask you, man, is, you know, for those listening, just what you would advise or even help them think through a strategy or, or what does it look like to maybe if they're already in that, you know, they've been consumed by the business, they've been consumed by whatever pursuit they're on. How does one stop in the midst of that and really go back to what you didn't say, what, what I want out of my life and is this really serving me, right? Like how, how do they really assess and then maybe even pivot to really create some of these freedom principles that we're chatting about today? Yeah, it's that fourth principle, purpose, freedom of purpose. Folks should really ask them, the people who are trying to get into real estate or any other investment, because I've had people 
I've backed people opening restaurants in DC, for example, and I will ask them this very simple question. What is the purpose? What is the purpose of what you are trying to do? Are you trying to compete with people because entrepreneurialism is the cool next thing to do? Are you trying to be financially free? Because if you are, you only maybe need 4,000, 5,000 of passive income a month, keep your bills at 2,000 a month, you have 3,000 to clear, you're making a choice to live in DC, so it's too expensive. Move to coastal Alabama where it is beautiful, but no one considers it, right? People might be getting into real estate for financial freedom, but they have this notion that you must have $10 million in the bank. Bull. That's a bunch of baloney. That's just what social media puts out there or what people talk about or leaning on some fancy car or something like that. I know people, including myself, who make a certain amount of cash flow, reasonable cash flow, right? Who are living such amazing lives. People don't want to be millionaires and billionaires. What they actually want is to have the experiences that they think millionaires and billionaires have, okay? The way you can do that is having a little bit of cash flow, uh, having a few assets that you've purchased and constantly putting yourself in situations where you are in constant learning. Life feels amazing. Okay, so I would go back to your question of how do people unwind the nonsense that they have put themselves into? Ask yourself, what is the purpose of why you are there? When I help, I coach people, um, I've helped three or four people exit the W-2. And what I've told them is, you are not using that active income to intentionally create passive income or something else such that you can exit. You're just existing. What is the plan that you're going to take from that paycheck every two weeks, store that money to buy an asset that will pay you passive income? Or one more thing. Or just don't. You don't have to be an investor. There's a young lady that I was working with. She was an executive in New York making $200,000 a year. $4,000 apartment that she was paying for. I need the $4,000 apartment to pay for the two, to, to get the $200,000 job. But I need the $200,000 job because I got to pay for this $4,000 apartment. She was stuck in this cycle. She couldn't break it. So we put a plan together. She's not a real estate investor. She doesn't want to be. What she wanted was the mobility. She wanted to go travel through Europe. So she's now moved to Portugal. She's living in a co-working, co-living location. She quit the $200,000 a year job and she has a $75,000 virtual developer job. And every day when she's done with work at 2 p.m., she opens her glorious doors and she explores Portugal. People, we're, we're just going to work or creating these businesses as a course of what we think society is telling us to do or modeling those types of things. Folks just need to ask themselves, what's the purpose of all this and course correct. <laughs> Man, I really hope this is having uh, a big of, of impact on folks listening as it is on me today. I, I just, I think it's a really um, countercultural uh, mindset that you have and even um, advice that you're giving. It, and that's such it's such an that's a great I'm glad you use that 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 analogy or that not analogy it's some real life that you just shared uh yeah because I think we're all like that you know and and we 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 continue to put these I don't want to call them roadblocks I mean we live in San Diego it's not cheap to live here but the more we continue to put on our plates the more we have you know the harder we have to work essentially to cover those things and I think yeah. it's asking the question of like 
how much is enough or are, you know, what's the purpose of us living in this apartment or whatever it is, man. So I think that's, um, that's really, really good. Uh, last thing I want to ask you, Maurice, before we got to get out of here today, man, just cause I'm so intrigued by what you guys are doing with Quattro. And I want to give you a chance to talk about that. Just, you know, you talked about this idea of family and building a culture there and what you're looking for partnerships. You know, we have a mastermind called Kingdom Aria. It's all about joint ventures and collaborations and really helping people get aligned with the right folks so they can grow and scale. Um, in terms of, you know, I know you talked about this idea of family and, and you supported them from, you know, that, that nonprofit section, but what makes you guys such great teammates, especially there being five of you. And as, you know, speaking to our community of people who are looking to align with the right folks to partner and grow with, what do you really, you know, what else is there, man? Like, what are you really looking for? What, what really makes you guys function at a high level, not just we like each other, but what is there, is there more to that? There is more to it. Um, our pillars kind of speak to it. People, properties, profits, and philanthropy. Everything that we do, and we kind of sat with each other and we really spent time trying to figure out what our vision, what our mission, and what our pillars that we were gonna operate on. Our job is to take care of our residents and to take care of the investors who work their butts off to be able to make those funds to invest in your deal make that when i see people write checks for 50,000 100,000 250,000 i don't look at it as money i look at it as the man hours that they put in to create right. that money it's significant we all think that way the the other thing about quattro is that we genuinely took the time to listen to each other about our life goals chad is a little bit younger i think he's 33 now he just exited corporate america and he is like the entrepreneur man's man, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's, he's just getting going and kicking butt and uh, his pace is unbelievable. My pace is different. My pace is I did all that work from 2002 to 2014. I created that wealth or financial freedom, if you want to call it. And now I'm trying to make sure that I experience the world in a very unique way, giving back to community along the path. So the Cypress thing I told you, Quattro is supporting me in it. It is a non-Quattro thing that I'm doing. I am developing land there and building townhome and apartment communities because I purposefully sought out a business partner there so I can be a businessman in a foreign environment so I can learn again. I don't know anything about the laws there. I want to engage my mind in a different way. They're supporting me. Um, all my partners are at a different point in their lives. We have a grandma on the team. Tammy's, Tammy's a grandma several times over she's amazing just different points we took the time to listen to each other to see what matters and i never wanted money to be the number one goal yeah. it is not the number one goal and i think that's why we differentiate differentiate from others and the last point is we also uplift people we have alliance members people that align with us from an integrity and from a values perspective once you kind of get in and prove that you can work with us we will not blindly, but essentially back any deal they bring to the table that matches our criteria, right? So several of them now have, Christy has closed three deals. Uh, Amy is about to close her first deal. They are now part of the family, right? They will increase my wealth by me helping them because they're out looking for deals, right? This is not competition, man. This is creation. Yeah. That is the difference. I think that's one of the huge differentiators of Quattro. That's kind of how we think about this stuff. 
Dude, it's inspiring, man. I, you know, for those, I love, I love the different phases of life that your team is in, and and what has, what you've created for so many. I mean, together, what you guys have created. If someone's listening right now, and they're, I don't know, in the middle of their career, beginning of the career, end of their career, and they haven't quite found this freedom principle thing yet, and a lot of that is because of the cash flow piece. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of being able to break into this business, man, into real estate. Is it possible for them? Is it too late? I mean, I'm just curious, like, um, you know, is syndic is syndication what something what you would recommend for others? I mean, is, that's the path you went down. Like, how accessible is it right now? I mean, do you do you encourage other people to get into this? And if so, what is the fastest way for them to do that? Or the easiest I mean, way I think to break in? Syndication is for anybody, but it's not for everybody. Syndication is for anybody, but it's not for everybody. People think they, they should get into this business because, oh, cash flow. And a lot of people just want to be passive investors. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't even want to be investors at all. They just see kind of all this stuff on LinkedIn and social and think that they need to get into this area. If you want to get into the syndication or multifamily business, there's plenty of ways to self-educate and get after it. You have to have systematic patience. Put a system in place, execute on it, and stop being distracted by the next Bitcoin, this coin, or whatever, execute on something that is meaningful to you. It could be syndication, but in the case of somebody else that I coach, for her, it's not. It's taking her paycheck, storing money before she even pays her bills. I've gotten her out of the mindset of, let me pay my bills and save what's left. No, it's you pay your future self first, and then you pay your bills with what's left. Store enough money to buy your first asset buy the first asset. It's going to take this young lady 10 months, but I'm going to help her buy it. By the next time she buys her next asset, it'll take about eight and a half months. Next asset will take about seven months. Next asset will take six and a half, six months. Systematic patience to execute on what you need to get the cash flow so you can bounce out of the W-2 if you want. And for her, we have, you know, we've set up a plan five years. She can be done five years because putting a plan in place, so yes, people can be syndicators, but I go back to the point of why. What are you What are you doing this for? Because if you if it's a cash flow thing, you can create that in different ways. Yeah. But if you want to get into this business and challenge yourself, you can also uh, use syndication for that. Purpose. Yeah, and I'll argue from a cash flow perspective, this may not like it, you know it takes a while to build that cash flow from the operating standpoint. It's actually not the best cash. It's a business, and it's not really as a syndicator. You're paying your investors first. Yes, before you absolutely. ever get paid. So it's really not a great cash flowing business unless you're doing multiple transactions. I, right. I always find that, you know, uh, very, I always like to put that out because like, I think it's deceiving, you know, misconception of our industry is like, oh, these sponsors are, you know, getting so much cash flow. It's like, no, no, they're not really that, you know, those who are doing much volume are doing well and getting paid, but we're, we're paying investors first. And I think, absolutely. I think that's investors right. come first, their returns come first. And then what's left over, then, then we're incentivized to, to operate as, as good as possible. But there's other ways to generate cash flows, not just through syndication. Maurice, let me ask you this last question, man. This is, uh, I'll, I'll ask this occasionally, and I feel like you're a great man to ask this question too. What's something you've changed your mind on in the last six months before we get out of here today? That is a fantastic question. I don't think that I've changed my mind on anything. I have just doubled down Hmm. on something. And that something is this path that I've had of creating this 50-50 life between where I am in DC and and the Mediterranean. I've had it in my mind for almost 20 years, man. 
I could stay in DC, continue what I'm doing and make way more money. No, I wanna go experience the world uh, and what the planet has to offer. I'm only 45. I'm not waiting until I'm 70 to go do the things that I wanna do, make new relationships. Um, so not changing my mind, I could have made partner at the firm I work for. I could have been a CEO somewhere. I could have, I could have, I could have. No, you do the things that speak to your heart, speak to your soul. And for me, that's being right next to the Mediterranean Sea or the Aegean Sea and being back here with my kids, um, spending time with them. So nah, man, nothing, nothing to change my mind, more so to double down on this thought process I have for life, which is real estate is a tool to live your life extremely well. And I try and put that point out there as much as I can. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. I want to challenge you to think what Maurice has challenged us with today is to really just ask, ask that question. Assess first what you're doing, how you're spending your time. And then the second question I think is why, right? Is it leading to where you want to get to? Do you have a plan in place and a vision for where you're going without um, a vision the people perish is what the scriptures talk about. And so Maurice, so thankful for you, brother. I want to give you a chance to let everyone know where they can come and learn about you, your company, where yeah. do you, where, where do folks go, man? People are like, I need to know more, more about this Maurice guy. You need to follow him on LinkedIn because my brother posts all kind of fun stuff. But where else, man? Well, listen, I, I am Maurice who happens to do a lot of things. I'm not a real investor, who's, real estate investor whose name is Maurice. So the way to learn more about me is to go to Instagram because I, I like to share the life aspects of things on Instagram. So it's just Maurice Philogene on Instagram, uh, Maurice Philogene on LinkedIn, Maurice Philogene on Facebook, although I don't use Facebook too much. The business side is Quattro Capital, the Quattro Way, Q-U-A-T-T-R-O-W-A-Y, the Quattroway.com, which stands for how we do business, our Quattro Way, right? And then folks can just reach out to me on any of those platforms. I always respond. So if there's anyone who's interested in a chat, wants to kick ideas about how to generate wealth for themselves or break out of the rat race and it has nothing to do with money. It has a lot to do with mindset. I absolutely will take the time to spend time with people. It is a passion of mine to give these types of values and tips and tricks that I've studied over the past two decades so folks can employ it for themselves and their families. Man, love having you here. We'll make sure we post all that in the links below. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed as much as I have. If you have, I ask you every week, please do your part. Take a screenshot of this episode. Share this on your social media. Tag myself, tag Maurice, and let us know what you've enjoyed. Let others know about the content that we're putting out that I think literally is life transforming. Like, it's why we do this show, because I want to be in constant growth. So I bring on guys like Maurice. I ask you, please do your part in helping us share this. Help us grow this audience. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for everything. Cheers. Hey, just because the show's over doesn't mean the journey is. Listen, if you are a faith-driven real estate professional or investor, then you'll want to go to thekingdomrei.com to learn about our mastermind. If you're interested in investing alongside me in alternative investments like multifamily apartment complexes, then head to ellishammond.com to learn more about that. Cheers.